Welcome to Lifting Leaders Podcast, where we are unleashing leader possibilities to make a better world. I'm Crystal Roberts, and together with Trisha Ryan, we're diving deeper into some of the complexities of the world's most critical challenges and exploring innovative ways of navigating through them. Through interviews with experts and leaders just like you, we're exploring what it takes to thrive as a leader today and examining new ways of thinking about how to creatively lead into a more equitable, socially responsible, and sustainable future. And the future starts now. Hi, Trisha. Crystal, you're back. We're back. Yes, we are. (laughs) And we've missed all of you out there, our audience. And um, we, we took a look at our, our podcast numbers and we know you're waiting for us because the, the last episode got just a ton of, of listeners. So we know that probably you are going back to it and wondering, are they back? Are they back yet? So we're so happy to be back with season three. We are. It is our season three. This is so exciting. I can't even stand it. It's like... We were even, in season one, we were hopeful we would yeah. get through the end of season one. <laughs> yeah. Season two, we felt grateful, right? And yeah. hopeful. And now we've reached season three. I'm so excited. It's We're going to have a great year. It's going to be amazing. Fantastic. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. So before we dive in, though, we wanted to just recognize that we are dropping this episode on 9-11, and we want to honor that 22nd year anniversary. Yeah, we do. We want to we want to acknowledge and honor the 2996 people between the two towers, the Pentagon and the field in Pennsylvania uh, where that many people were killed. And of those, we have to honor also the 343 New York City firefighters who lost their lives in the process of serving and tr- and trying to save others. And so I, I just, I can remember that day like it was yesterday. And I know that there are so many people right now who were closer to the events than we ever were. And so um, my heart really goes out to them. And it goes out to those people who were first responders afterwards as well. Yeah. who over the last 22 years have little by little lost their lives as well because of what they were exposed to while they were mm-hmm. trying to save others and clean up these horrific sites after they took place. So um, please know that everybody who has had any any connection with this and all of us who were, yeah. were exposed to it through either the news or you know media of some type, um, that our hearts go out to you. Yeah. And I think so many people know, you know, we think about that six degrees of separation. Mm. You know, we know someone who was impacted by that personally. And so we want to make sure that we're thinking of all of those people, sort of a collective remembrance. Mm. Yeah. So we'll just take a minute for that. So with that in mind, we we are actually going to do a little reflection on what it's been like for us um, during this, this break. And I think one of the things for me as we took this summer break was how important it is to take, make some distance, take some distance, because it's a good time to reflect to say, is this really what I want to do? 
Do I want to keep going in this direction? And for me, it was resounding yes. <laughs> I'm having fun. Uh, I missed it. I missed yes. um, our listeners. I missed coming together with you, Trisha, and I missed our friendship. We did get together, and we'll talk a little bit about that a couple mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. But mostly, we kind of did our own thing for a little while. And in that absence, I realized that actually this is for sure something I want to keep doing. It mm-hmm. brings me a lot of joy. I know that we have people who are enjoying also learning through this platform and I love contributing this way. And I do think we are making a difference. We are helping to make a better world through this podcast. And there's so much more left to do. Mm-hmm. So we're not done yet. I have to agree. In fact, it's, I feel like I'm just going to parrot what you said. You know, I I was looking forward to our break a little bit because I hadn't had a vacation in a long time. Yeah. And so I was looking forward to having a week off. Um, and I knew we were going to have the month off, but honestly, I don't think I really thought about what that would be like. Yeah. But I missed it every single week. And I can tell you every podcast recording day that we usually have on the same day, right? Yeah. Um, I came in our recording room <laughs> and I dusted and <laughs> I fidgeted with all this stuff and just kind of, you know, touched the equipment a little bit and, and just because... I do love it as well. And it, it took, it didn't take this break. It took probably our last break last year for yeah. me to realize that this is something we need to keep doing. But it really felt like we needed to keep doing it this year. And it felt like everything I did during our time off, I needed to be mindful of because mm-hmm. it was going to be something that might be a topic or it might be something that we mm. want to touch on. Yeah. You know, it might make a difference somewhere. So um, I can't say that I did amazingly outstanding, uh, you know, world earth shattering, world changing things <laughs> over our one month. But I did make some changes and I did do some stuff. I did a lot of reflection. Mm. Um, I missed you desperately. I really did. <laughs> I know we saw each other I a couple times, too. but it was like, I missed my crystal, you know, yeah. and, and it's, you know, that our friendship is means so much to me and our partnership means as much of, about that as well. So it's, it was um, certainly a, a lessons learned kind of month. And I missed our listeners too. It was yeah. like, I love putting a post on LinkedIn, which I did, I only did through other people's posts through our um, August time period, but not as often as I probably should have. But that also kind of felt good, I have to say. To yeah. be honest, I missed it, but it felt good not to be jumping on social media all the time. Yeah, um, that was that was actually a little hard to to not do in the beginning. But yeah. once I got into the swing of it, oh my word! You know, it's like, oh yeah, well I'll get to it eventually. Yeah. Well, now I'm right back in it. So you know, yeah. and I'm glad to be back. But thank you. I'm glad we had this. I'm glad we had this break because it was good for us physically and emotionally but I am so glad to be back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me too, for sure. And it also allows us to do a little bit of walking our talk. You've heard us before talk about it. It, We believe in taking breaks. We believe in taking care of ourselves. And so this models that Mm -hmm. to take, to take a break. And it's kind of, it is kind of hard to step away. We know that 
People are waiting for us. We know that the posts aren't happening. We aren't getting that pull in and we aren't giving out to people. And we know that we're worth it, Mm -hmm. that we can come back and we are coming back refreshed and re-energized. Absolutely. It's good for everybody to be able to do that. And I'm glad we modeled it. I also am glad we did it because it's, it is a learning experience for us as well. I mean, seriously, we say it's important and we have every intention of, you know, modeling it and doing all of that. But we make mistakes along the way too. It's hard for us to to divest, yeah. right? Sometimes, yep. and so um, I think it's a, a lesson, a you know, kind of a, an insightful time for us to learn what it's like to completely disengage and experience the world from a different set of eyes because that's yeah. sort of what we had to do, right? Yeah. Speaking of experiencing the world with different eyes. What did you do? Tell us, share Ah. with us what you did during this time. And we were both, except for one week, working full time, Mm -hmm. Yes, (laughs) by the way. But it still felt like a break. Yeah, it did. I mean, I did take an actual week off from work, which was amazing. Um, It was the first vacation I'd had from work since September of last year. And so that felt really good. And while I was off, I thought, you know, it was during a week that is the anniversary of my mom's passing. And so I made, I made a pact like right after she passed. And I said, you know, every year she, she always had all these ideas for my house, right? (laughs) It was like, oh, it would be great if you did this, if you painted this wall, this color, if you did all that. I thought, okay, some of those ideas will go by the wind, I'm afraid. But there were a lot of ideas that she had that I thought maybe that's an idea. Yeah. So I had this really huge red brick with black splotches fireplace in my living room. And I love the color of the walls in my living room. They're just a really soft, soft, soft gray and really pretty. But that fireplace stood out like a sore thumb. And I really didn't like it. So one morning I got up and it was on her anniversary. Mm. And I went to my local hardware store and ordered my paint to be shaken up so I could take it home. And I bought all the supplies and I had no idea how expensive it is to paint. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I painted my fireplace the color of my ceiling, which is alabaster. And it, mm. I love it. I love it. It changed, it changed the feeling I have when I'm in that room. It made me want to be in my living room more. It brightened the room, I think. Mm. And... And now I can't wait for Christmas because because I have I have decorated that mantle every year of my being in this house, and you can never see the decorations because of the dark brick. Oh, and now it's going to show up, and it's like yes, it's so pretty. Mm-hmm. I did that. I I can attest to the that it looks really beautiful. Oh, when I you. walked in, I was like, wow, it just like opened up the space. Amazing! It looks so much bigger. Oh, thank you. I think so too. Yeah. I think it, it really does brighten up the room, and it makes the windows. I have huge windows in my living room. And they and they um, not as huge as yours though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I won't tell you guys, but Crystal is really big. <laughs> um, but it's it's just like very cheerful to me. It's very happy. It's a happy room now. I also did some general yard work kind of stuff, but um, I did a lot of things that just, you know, got rid of old clothes and took them to recycling or not recycling, but to um, like, uh, like a Goodwill place, a donation center, 
did the same thing with some of my books. Even though I hate getting rid of books, there are some that I've had forever, and I can tell you to this day that I will ever pick them up again. So I, I donated them to a bookmobile. And nice. Yeah, and so all sorts of stuff like that, you know, yeah. just kind of recycling out things that I'm not using and organizing closets and stuff. So even though that's not um, exciting, going to Cabo or somewhere else and like laying on the beach, which would have been kind of amazing, I, uh, I enjoyed this. I enjoyed the time off. How about you? What did you do? I also took a week off, which was really fun. And what was interesting about it, so we went to a little lake up um, where we thought for sure we'll get sun. We took our boat, <laughs> um, we took the kayaks, and we thought we'd be out, you know, doing all the or- outdoorsy thing. And it rained. <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome to the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. <laughs> so we just, we had brought books and I brought stuff to be creative with, like paint and things like that. And we had brought all of our food because it's very remote. So we just, we cooked, like we cooked, Aww. did chocolate chip cookies and comfort wow. food, you know, and we read and did creative things. Mm. And finally, on the day that we were leaving, the sun started to peek out. And so I, you know, I love to swim. So yes. I'm like, wait, before we check out, I see one ray of sunshine. <laughs> and so I ran out there uh, and... Took a, took a swim <laughs> right before we left. So at least got in the water. But it was just a really beautiful setting and a very, it forced mm-hmm. us to relax and really just take time to be together, which was really nice. So it was just my husband and I. And we had just, um, he had just driven with our son to um, drop him off at college. And so it was really good time for he and I to reconnect and kind of, you know, it's sad when you, when your child goes off to college, it's exciting. And also there's a, there's a loss there. And so we spent, um, you know, just some time being together and grieving that a little bit and starting to um, plan what our life will be like until we see him at Thanksgiving. <laughs> so wonderful. he'll be back then. So yeah, um, and then let's see what. And there was tons of wildlife, which was really oh. cool. So we saw quail, which are my favorite. Um, we saw a bear. We saw lots of deer and baby deer and turkeys and all kinds of fun stuff. So that was really neat. And that's also reconnecting. You know, it feels very like grounding and reconnecting yes. to nature. So the rest of the time. I don't have anything really big and exciting, but we did some planning. Um, or we're, we're looking at remodeling part of our house. Um, I read some books. Nice. I um, picked some tomatoes. We have these wow. great big tomato bushes that my husband has cultivated. We went kayaking. So lots of just, you know, fun things. Nice things. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Loving to get out in nature. And then I was thinking about, well, this is supposed to be also a time and we asked people to think about for our listeners to think about what are you doing this summer to make a better world? Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, I didn't do anything new, (laughs) but you know, sometimes that's important, you know, is to say, how can I go deeper with the things that I'm Mm -hmm. already doing? And so one of the things that, so we're both big fans of Ridwell, which is a, a service that, that you can um, pay for that, recycles things that your normal recycling doesn't take and 
so we had bought a chair. That was one of the things we did is replace a, a very old falling apart chair in our living room. And it came in all this packaging. And so I looked up to see, I was like, oh, I don't want to put all that in the garbage can. And pretty much everything can be recycled through Redwell. So all that stuff, it's going to take a little bit of time because it's just a little <laughs> container that, that you put your stuff in. But um, it'll take a little time, but it's worth it that we don't mm-hmm. fill up the landfill. So I was excited about that. And it gave me a chance to really peek around and see what else Ridwell does do. And they've got some cool new features, like being able to switch categories and stuff like that. So Yes, absolutely. That, yeah, that was kind of fun. So that's more what I did. I did more things of thinking about, um, you know, I continued to use my Lomi. Lomi, yes. <laughs> so those kind of things, you know, just keeping keeping at it. For those of you who don't know what a Lomi is, <laughs> it is an in-kitchen composter that can turn your your compost into actual dirt within 24 hours. It's pretty awesome. So yeah. just in case we had new listeners who didn't know that. Yes, yes. So anyway, those, are, those were the kinds of things that I did um, that hopefully help build a better world. I think they would. I, yeah. you know, I, I think you know me. I do like to talk to people in public, whether I know them or not. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll stop just anywhere. Um, and I like that. I think making connections is important. But I made a point every day that I was out to stop whenever I saw somebody who looked like they were just mm-hmm. either just looking or, or maybe a little lost or whatever, and just stop and say hi and see how their day was going. I I carry around those little thoughtfuls, which are little yeah. poppable um, cards that you pop them open and there's a saying or something. And I handed those out. I probably handed out three boxes worth. I feel like it's not that that matters too much, but sometimes it does. And everybody I give them to tends to open them up and say, oh, I needed this today. Yeah. And, you know, we all need a little something to lift our spirits. And so I did that. I talked to our food bank to see what kind of volunteering they needed. And so they do need volunteers. And so I'm probably going to be starting to do that one day a week, you know, or one of my weekend days, because they really do need help down there. So... Just something like that. That helps. Yeah. Anything like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If we all do a little something, mm-hmm. yeah, that makes a huge difference. So that's how we kind of spent our, our time off. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear what you did during the summer, what you did to make a better world. Just send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. And when you think about insights that might have come from this opportunity to reflect and to to take a break. What kind of insights came up for you? You know, it's funny. This is probably not the first time I've had this insight, but this one really, for some reason, this time kind of hit home. And it's the importance of really taking the time off and knowing that it's okay to take the time off, that I really, I'm not so indispensable that I can get away from work and work will still go on without me. Yeah, But I need that time away so that I can refresh because, I, like I said, I had not taken a vacation since September of last yeah. year. And I was feeling it. I was feeling like I was getting burnt out. And I'm the person who's telling other people all the time, I'm a coach, and I coach yeah. people all the time about not getting burnt out, you know. So where 
where was my thinking, right? Yeah. So this was a wake-up call again. It was like, wow, I realized how much I needed this. Yeah. And I'm still trying to... Um, I'm still trying to process that a little bit because even though we're we're back, this is this is a pleasure. This yeah. is like the joy that we get to do, right? But I'm still at work, and so I'm going into the office in the morning now with a different attitude, and that is that you know I'm going to get done what I can get done today, and if I can't get it all done today, it's going to be here tomorrow. Yeah, and unless it's absolutely a fire that has to be put out. Is it a fire at all? Yeah. Is every priority something I have to give 100% to? Because if I feel that way, I'm not giving 100% to anything. Yeah. And so it was really just sitting back and thinking, I need to start taking better care of myself. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if if you want to hear my story. I love to hear your story. I always love your stories. You know, I'm a talker, guys, you know. (laughs) Well, I had this revelation 20 years ago, 21 years ago, actually. I had had some, um, some medical issue that um, caused me to have to take some time off from work. And when I went to my doctor, you know, for my checks and things, because I was recuperating from a pretty nasty ulcer issue, right? And so I, um, I went to my doctor and she said, you know, this is all your fault. That's nice. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> wow, I felt so much better. But yeah. she said, you know, this is all your fault because you make choices. And your choices have been to work 12-hour days, six days a week, and another day of doing things, getting ready back for work, right? And that I had completely put my life on hold so that I could add value for a business that may not, may or may not have even cared. Yeah. And the kicker for me and the thing that really changed my life on that was while I was out, my boss and I had a conversation and he said, so when do you think you're going to be back? How long do you think you're going to be gone? Do you think it's, what, three weeks, four weeks? How long? We just need to know how long you're going to be gone. And I realized that he really was putting my time coming into work and working and and what I was producing above me as a person and my health. Yeah. And I had allowed that to happen all those years because, you know, it was my my corporate ladder, right? Yeah. It was my the ladder. It was the hamster wheel I was in. It was all of that. And when I left that job, finally, I realized that they never really would have been lost without me. Honestly, I mean, I think I was a really good employee, and and they and they compensated me very well for it. But when I left. They had other people who did that work. Yeah. And the world didn't stop turning. Yeah. The sun still came out. And I didn't have it on my shoulders anymore. And I felt so much better. But it took this break again for me to re- relook at that because I, yeah. I tend to forget that. And I think a lot of us do. We get so into that grind, we forget that we have lives. And if we don't take care of our lives, we are going to lose them. Yeah. And then who loses? Everybody, right? Yeah. Our loved ones. The people who really matter. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, I love that. And I think one of the biggest surprises that I have had from jumping off of corporate life into my own business Mm -hmm. is how that mindset is so ingrained. One of the biggest reasons I left was because I wanted to get out of that, that 
rat race, essentially. And I always blamed it on all the demands and wanting a promotion and all that stuff. And then I catch myself all the time doing the same thing, Mm -hmm. being back in that same mold. And I really wanted to get out of that. I wanted to see work more as a piece of my life, not my whole life. Yes. And to find joy and to find interests outside of work. And that's been harder than I thought that those patterns are really, really ingrained. After 33 years, that would make sense, I guess. Absolutely. But to find myself still a year and a half into this, my own business, and still still struggling with that is kind of interesting. Well, and, I, I have to say something to that because yeah. I don't think it was just the 33 years. I mean, yeah. think about the way we're brought up as children. You know, we go into school and we compete and we're competing yeah. all yeah. the time to do better, 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 um, to be able to be the best so that we can get into the better schools and all of that right. stuff. So it's ingrained in us a yeah. lot in our culture. Yeah. And um, I think that happens a lot. It It is one of those things that we just don't see, though, that it is all by choice. Yeah, right. I, and I think that is such a huge thing that we need to recognize that there that we are going against the grain. Yes. We're going against the tide when we make that choice. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so hard. It's so hard. Wow. And we actually found an article that talks a little bit about this. And you know us, we love our HBR articles. <laughs> So this one is called Stop Overvaluing Overwork. And Mm. they talk a little bit about how do we start to take a step out of that. One is to reflect and acknowledge that first we have to understand how much overwork we're actually doing. How fatigued am I? What's the impact on my mood? And what's the cost to others in my life? Absolutely. Yeah. Listening to our bodies, you know. We are our best at work for no more than 90 minutes at a time. And that's kind of interesting. Yeah. It's absolutely true. Yeah. You think about it when you're running from meeting to meeting to meeting to meeting to meeting, and after a while it sort of goes into autopilot. You stop listening as much. You're not really contributing. You know, you need to take a break. Yeah. I thought that was interesting too, 90 minutes. That's that's. (laughs) That's all our simple little human minds can handle. That's right. We (laughs) got to get up and take a walk. Yeah. So focus on sleep and exercise, Mm. renewing our energy through sleep and exercise, prioritize getting enough sleep every night to feel fully rested, and try to commit to at least 20 to 30 minutes Mm. of brisk exercise during the day. So, so important. I know for myself, I know how I feel if I don't do that. Yes. And I know how I feel when I do. Yes. And so I want to feel better. And that's what helps get me out of bed to do that exercise. I want to feel better. You know, that's one thing I did during our, during our time off is I went to the gym a lot. Mm. And it felt, I'm, I have to get back into it because ever since our August was up, I've kind of like <laughs> lapsed a little bit. It's like, no, it's not over. You still have to go. But um it felt so good. I was done yeah. and I felt like so energized and I slept a lot better. You know, the mm. last one that they offer is to pursue a non-work activity that brings you joy. And I love this one. Yes. Because that's what life is about, right? I mean, if we're not having joy somewhere, we're not doing something right. Yeah. You know, we all deserve it. We yeah. deserve that. We need to give that to ourselves, right? Yeah. So whatever you decide to do, schedule it. 
at designated times each week, stick to it on the schedule. Yeah. And make make sure you you give that to yourself. That's your gift. Yeah. Right? That's your it gift is. to yourself. Yeah. That's the one thing that I am really trying to figure out what I want to do there. Mm-hmm. And I've got an idea. Now I just have to follow through and then I'll share what it what it is. <laughs> that I'm not gonna share yet. But I have spent some time thinking about um that's some of the things we were talking about when we were on our vacation was what can we do that will bring us joy that's outside of work? Yeah. I have it in my head. I know what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm actually gonna be starting pursuing it in the next week. Very cool. Yes. I mean, I've already started playing with it a little bit, but I'm going to be doing it a little more formally starting next week. So I'll talk about it later. Oh, very good. (laughs) Love that. And then the other thing that I thought about when thinking about this sort of addiction to work and addiction to productivity is Brene Brown when um, she talks about in her Gifts of Imperfection that it's important for us in order to live a wholehearted life to let go. We need to let go of exhaustion as a status symbol and productivity as self-worth. And I do think that is huge, that productivity as self-worth. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes that shows up a little bit too when we come to meetings and we see everybody is exhausted Mm -hmm. and but if you're the person that's sitting back and you're actually feeling rested and joyful and full of energy, that's not necessarily it's seen as a positive thing. You know, we yeah. put you're right. And I love that, by the way. I think it's it's so true. We put so much value in what we do, you know, and and our work, what we do. Yeah. And when you were talking about that, just a little thing came into my head, something I read somewhere that people in other countries, when they meet each other, they don't ask, oh, so what do you do? But here in America, we do. Yeah, We put a lot of value on what we do. And what we end up doing is having pretty surface level conversations as a result of that. And it takes a lot to get deeper. Whereas people in other countries almost go deeper immediately because they're trying to get to know each other. Right, And they don't want to know what you do. They want to know about you, who you are, what, what makes you happy, you know, that kind of yeah. stuff. That's, to me, that's something to be said about the value of not what you do, but who you are, what you feel, yeah. what, you, what you care about, what, you know, what moves you, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. It's important. What kind of person you are, of yes. character. Yeah. yeah. So with Brene's quote, Um, just to finish that part out. So letting go of exhaustion as a status symbol and productivity as self-worth and cultivating play and rest. Mm -hmm. And I think both you and I did that, cultivating play and rest. So that's how we get to a wholehearted life. And I think that's what you and I are both striving for. And we want our listeners to have that as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, I love this. Yeah, it's been fun. I'm really looking forward to this season three. We've got some fantastic Yay. guests lined up. Yes, we do. And did you want to talk about one of them? Because I think one of them's actually already out in the world that people know about. So yes. do you want to talk about that? Yes, because I couldn't not post. I couldn't. Um, <laughs> Nicole Bianchi, 
who is the author of Small Brave Moves, and we interviewed her earlier in the year. Yeah, back by popular demand. She is back by popular demand. She just came out with her second book this week. It just dropped on Monday, I believe, and it's called Five Tough Talks. And we are going to be interviewing her. Her episode is going to drop on October 2nd, and I'm so excited because she has really been on a whirlwind journey since she put out the first book and just growing her her network and her her followers are growing just amazingly she's she has just grown her network to the point where she's now a massive celebrity right and yeah this is wonderful i love that she's coming here yeah. and she's looking forward to it it was it was wonderful she had a great time with us the last time and she said she can't wait to be on our podcast again and I'm I'm excited for her. We are actually a part of her book tour. So Very we cool. are one of the stops on the book tour and I'm <laughs> excited about that. A virtual stop. Yes. I love that. Yeah. We've also I'm not going to say who the name is yet. You'll hear we've got somebody who is just been bedrock and foundational to the field of organizational development. And so he'll be talking about his journey. Yes. And how you can continue to contribute to the community and make a difference through your whole life. Mm. And I, I'm really excited to hear that. I can't wait. I think it's going to be fun. You know, as two OD people, we are, mm-hmm. we're going to be in heaven. It's kind of like going to Disneyland for OD people, isn't it? <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. And lots of other great people coming up as well. Yes, we'll give a we'll give a hint about our next one at, at our next episode. Uh, we have another person who's been with us before, but is launching a nice book, a really nice book, a very personal book, and yeah. um, we'll be talking about her a little bit next time. Yeah. So let's keep that conversation going. If you have questions or comments about the show, you can find us on all our social media channels at lifting underscore leaders. We have so many exceptional podcast episodes coming up, some of which we're already talking about, and more fantastic guests. So be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. If you know someone who would find this episode inspiring, share it with them. Text them, email them, and take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram or tag us at lifting underscore leaders. If you'd like to know more about us, our guests, or the show, please go to our website at liftingleaderspodcast.com. You'll find show notes there as well. If you're looking for help in developing your leaders or would like a growth opportunity yourself through leader coaching, please contact us through our website at www.liftingleaderspodcast.com. Many thanks to Ari Chance Roberts for his technical support of our show. Finally, please take 30 seconds and follow us. It helps you because you never miss an episode, and it helps us because you never miss an episode. To follow us, go to the Lifting Leaders Podcast Show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen. Then just tap the plus sign in the upper right-hand corner or click on follow. While you're there, if you'd be willing to give us a five-star rating and review and share the episode with a friend, we'd be so grateful. Crystal, thank you so much for another fan episode and entry to season three. Awesome. Thank you, Trisha. It was really fun. Many thanks to our listeners. We so appreciate you and we're glad to be back with you. 
Find ways every day to lift each other up. Have a great week. Bye.